0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Jason on four, Carl Dukes. It is in the huddle. Subscribe. We put out new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we are counting down to the playoffs. So let's shift gears a little bit, because I think we're both in this mindset right now of you know, we're, we're kind of ticked off about some things. but Oh, yeah. But let's talk about the Giants because they're back in the playoffs, Jason, for the first time since 2016. We talked about Brian Dable all season yes, long. Yes, we did. You, me, Baldy. Yes, the job he's done. And I just want to say this to Giants fans. For two years, I made fun of Joe Judge. Who am I? He was a clown show. Yes, he was. And this shows you what I have been saying for two years for Giants fans, which is coaching matters. This dude took the same damn roster and turned it into a playoff team with no viable down the field threats to scare anybody in the league and basically made Daniel Jones better. Gave Saquon Barkley, the play calling he needed to become the guy he needed to become this season and the defense is stepping up. So now they beat the Colts 38-10 and Jason, they're in the
2: playoffs. Yeah, look for me, he's the coach of the year. Um, we talked about this at the midpoint of the season, and he was my coach of the year. Then they hit a lull, they had major injury woes. Um, you know, they, they had that weird tie with the commanders where it looked like they were going to pull away f- with that game that sent them into a bit of a tailspin. But they, you know, they came back, they took care of business against the commanders in prime time a few weeks later. Um, they don't beat themselves and they make great second half adjustments. And you know, they, they it, it's it's a lot of the old talent, but like Thibodeau's a difference maker, man. And he is. I hated I hated that snow angel thing, and um I, I just gotta assume he had no idea what was going on three feet next to him with Nick Foles. That's but what I felt. That's yeah, what I felt too. I, I, I just thought he I mean, was doing it and yeah. then
1: was like, oh crap, you know, was but,
2: oblivious. Yeah. But um it also shows you though, it's another instance of that below grade unseemly disgusting operation that jim ursay's running right that's their version of leadership they got a quarterback convulsing on the field they got a dude doing snow angels for what felt like five minutes not a single and jeff Saturday's a big bad center jeff saturday he's not scared of analytics jeff saturday is gonna he's smarter than all you guys he's better than i we're gonna show you well jeff saturday i didn't see his ass doing anything i didn't see anybody doing anything and then Nobody they went out and that. rolled over and tanked it for another half of football. Because why the <laughs> hell would you play for these problems? Aiden, Hudson. you better get Jim Harbaugh or say oh. that's your best and only shot. And yeah. you may be his best and only shot, but that will be a beautiful disaster too. Like, I, go I, for I, it. I can't I wait to talk you. about it on this podcast and write about it. It'll be a beautiful disaster. Yeah, he's right got. A, he's
1: got to try to, to do something there with Harbaugh. But you know, to
2: the Giants, man, look, they they good on them they're going to probably have to franchise daniel jones now and they should um and you add some receivers right I, and and look i think that kid bellinger he's a really he's gonna be a really good tight end he missed some time with that eye injury right, right when he was starting to take off in the middle of the season now he's back he's got his legs under him they still need to build the offensive line not all the pieces are there but joe shane I, look those guys came from buffalo I get a lot of the same vibes from them as I get from McDermott and Brandon Bean. And they've built a bully in Buffalo. That's a great point. I, I and Shane was the right guy too. We hadn't talked enough about
1: him coming in and figuring out where they needed to go. I was just going to mention Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, George Karloftis. These three guys are getting after the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this because their teams are going like this. Hutchinson got another pick. He's got three interceptions on the year. There's there's their teams are moving like this, and these three pass rushers, I'm just mentioning them, guys. Pay attention. These are gonna be guys as we start talking about next year and down the road, these are gonna be the dominant guys. We know about the Boses of the world and the Watts of the world. Not not JJ, but TJ. Right. These are the next guys that are coming. All right. Giants, congratulations on getting in the playoffs. It's in the huddle. Carl Dukes, my man, Jason Lock on four. How in the hell did the Bucks do this? How did the Bucks do this? I mean, they were dead.
2: to they dead. are?
1: And then Evans gets three touchdowns. Brady comes alive. Evans two hundred and seven yards in this game. He hadn't had a game like this,
2: Jason, all season. Well, I, I really feel for Steve Wilkes here. He loses a game to Atlanta when DJ Moore takes his helmet off, and I don't think, I don't think he did anything wrong. I think they misappropriated that rule. And then if JC Horn plays in this football game, Mike Evans, that doesn't happen. Like to me, that's a direct. Re- result of J.C. Horn being out and them just not having what they needed at the corner position to hold up. It held up for three quarters, not for four. Does it look at Tom Brady splits all season long? He doesn't do anything. It's all it's the fourth quarter they get in, Not uh, hurry up, no huddle, two minute drill type situations, and that's how they score their points. And in this case, they were able to do it um, with the bomb, which hadn't been there all year. And then they have the Darnold turnover, which basically sets up another touchdown. And and then it's, you know, it's lights out. Um, although that bad snap to the punter could have been problematic, too. But this is I mean, it seems like an impossible game script to replicate, but they've pretty much replicated it in all their victories. And they have it in their losses. And and that's who they are. Um and you don't, you can't count Tom Brady out until he's out. That's just as simple as that. They
1: win the NFC South. They will host a playoff game. I don't think anybody plays. Brady said
2: he wants to play this next game. Todd Bull, like I know Todd Bulls pretty well. There's no way in hell Todd Bulls <laughs> playing Tom Brady in a meaningless football game.
1: No, you can't. Happening. And I know Brady was like, I didn't play with my ACL in the four games yeah. I this was This isn't winning. Bill
2: Belichick, and this right. isn't a guy who's got all those rings to back up him doing whatever he wants. No. Nah. I agree. He doesn't play.
1: With that said, though, they would host, as a, as we speak, the Cowboys. I would tell you I would love the Cowboys uh, heading into this game and all that and what's going on with them. But, you know, three weeks ago I would have said that. I, I, hell, I, I'm not sure now. Uh, but that would be the matchup as we look ahead, guys. Obviously, things could change in Week 18. All right, let's talk about the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They lose. They score six points. Here's the problem with the Jets and Jason. You know this. They haven't scored diddly squat the last four weeks. Whether it was Mike White for two starts or whether it was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson guys completed fifty four percent of struggle, his passes. Struggle in there too.
2: Don't forget about struggle. <laughs> oh, la, 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 la.
1: that's right. The practice squad guy. Fifty four percent bit. of his uh, of his passes this year. And and really, this gets back to the Jets not being able to score year one. They were four and 13 this year, right? They're seven and nine had a chance, but they're averaging 12 points a game. Jason during this five game losing streak. It's pathetic.
2: No, it's look, I've been writing about this at the Washington post and I think other people will come around. I think you'll start to see more reporting on this moving forward. Like Woody Johnson, he's not feeling this right now and he's Mm going to have probing questions to ask of Robert Sala and others in that organization. Um, you know, including Joe Douglas, the GM. Um I mean, they were six and two and riding high, and yep. people were talking about Salah as coach of the year, and they're they're pitching shutouts against teams in their division or you know, holding them below 10. And now injuries played a part, but man, injuries are a part of football. It, it, they just are. Um, and they've had numerous chances here to kind of Get off the mat, and they haven't been able to do it. And the defense has started to slip a little bit too. Now they're on the field too much. I, mean, I get all that. I see all that. I don't know that that whole staff is back. I don't think it is. And I just wonder if it could get a little sideways between Sala and the owner who didn't hire him. Mm. It was his brother Chris who hired him. If he says, "Hey, I'm not. I don't. I'm not buying that offensive coordinator." You know what I mean? And does the coach say, well, that's my guy. And if we had the right quarterback here, you know, if Mike White doesn't get hurt, we're in the playoffs. You know, LaFleur is not the problem. I, I just, too many smart people who know Woody well have reached out to me over the last couple of weeks. When it first started, he goes but way before the bottom fell out, before the debacle in Jacksonville. Although a couple of those people called me during the game and said, Dude, if you were in Woody's box right now, bro. So, <laughs> like, I just have yeah. seen it. And then I, like, and there hasn't been the, like, bump back up. There had like, they haven't hit, I don't think they've hit rock bottom yet. Like, if they finish with seven straight losses or whatever, that's rock bottom. It's going to be an interesting offseason there. Um, and, I, I, you know, I'll be fascinated to see what they do at quarterback. Um, and that's an owner who has been very hands-on at various times, so. Yeah, LaFleur, here's the interesting thing, guys. Mike
1: LaFleur, okay? Not Matt. Mike LaFleur is the OC. This offense under him has scored 30 points five times in 33 games. Now, I want to put that in perspective for you because what Jason's talking about is if you're the owner, you're going, what the hell? The Lions had eight games this season. They've scored over 30 points. Five times in 33 games for the Jets? You've done that? I mean, there's something wrong there. So, you're right. If Salah says, hey, this is my guy and we need a better quarterback, he may end up losing his job trying to defend that instead of saying, hey, we need to move in another direction. I don't know how you defend Mike LaFleur saying, hey, we've only scored 35 times in 33 games. Guys, come on. That's two
2: seasons. Well, and I also wonder too, like, Woody's the kind of guy, like, does Woody have goo-goo eyes for Tom Brady? Like, Mm -hmm. and even if Tom Brady's not looking back, like, does he get consumed with some idea – and then you've got to go sort of execute it and maybe you execute it to his liking. And maybe you don't like, just, I'm just telling you when the owner, when the owner feels like he knows better or, or he, um, he can figure it out and you can't, that's problematic. We've seen it time
1: and time again in the huddle. Subscribe guys, Tuesday, Thursdays. If you're just tuning in or jumping in here and you're checking things out, listen, again, we want to say this, as we're recording this, this podcast, no updates on safety, DeMar Hamlin. Um, we want to get back to that. We started the show with that and want to make sure you guys understand that if you're watching this and you go, why are these guys not talking about what's happened? That is the reason why. And we're not going to jump the gun. We have no idea where this is going. We're just praying that this young man and his family are going to be okay.